Welcome to another episode of I Wish I Was a Little Bit Taller. I am Amir. Fergie's about to jump on. We cover everything. The tournament, the trades, Roy Williams' retirement. And then we finally get into our game. Listen in. All right, so you did well last week. Oh, thank you. I well, actually, okay. Look, you broke even because your big bet you did lose to me. Denver could not hold it together against Toronto. Yep. But then you did come up in the other two games. I won the Toronto game, but I didn't bet shit. And then I bet big on the other ones, and I lost, of course. So you stay even eleven thousand two hundred i dropped 200 at eight thousand eight hundred i'm slowly just like withering to zero you better hope to hell that your bracket challenge nope. that you win a thousand dollars so the bracket you are one point ahead of me that's right i was waiting to see if you figured it out. <laughs> dude i was doing crazy i was in second place after the first round or first day of the what was it sweet 16 uh-huh. i was cruising and then the second day came around <laughs> and then the wheels fell off and so you're gonna win because we both have gonzaga going to the finals and you have baylor beating i don't know who do you have baylor beating you have uh, baylor beating houston yeah and houston didn't make it right yeah oh no houston um, Hold on. No, 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 no. take that back. No, I don't have that one because, well, I guess I would still get a point if Baylor won. Um, I, I didn't have on. Baylor making it to the championship game. So I think Ferguson. either way, I think I have you covered because we have Gonzaga winning. So yeah, you had Illinois, you had Illinois beating Baylor. Yeah. Um, and that really doesn't matter. So um, yeah, we, basically you're just going to win by a point. So you're going to win your thousand. Uh, yeah. And I will go down a thousand. So after next week, well, we'll I'll wait, win the we'll three games. To, we'll wait to celebrate that. So yeah, to I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I, I'll let you, I won't. Well, I, I, if I were you, I would talk shit now. Maybe, I don't know, something happens and you lose. So I don't know how it's going to happen, but no, nah, I'm going to, I'm going to wait and I'm going to, I'm going to prepare my shit. talk. <laughs> you're going to come out with like a bottle of champagne. Pop That's, right. That's right. <laughs> okay. This week we got uh Chicago at Utah, the new Chicago versus utah my god uh yeah some of these teams have definitely a new look that's for sure uh you know i'm gonna go utah you know minus the points i know uh yeah i I like utah i think they're they're very very solid with the bulls with their some of their new players now how that's gonna look i mean shit it's gonna take a little while for them to even click on any type of cylinder i'm not even gonna say on all cylinders on a a cylinder so i'll pick utah for 200 200 I will also take Utah, but I will just take it for, I guess, you know what? Fuck it. 200 as well. Same reason. I just don't think Chicago, especially since they're playing at Utah. Um, I just don't think they're going to be. <laughs> but I will say Utah had a scare with uh, the plane incident. Did you hear about that? I did. That's crazy. And then all the all the tweets and posts and stuff from the players. Uh, yeah, that's, that's scary. Anytime you think about that, I mean, we take it for granted, these guys flying around the country everywhere, you know, at all times of the day and night to get to the next destination. I mean, we as, as fans just expect them to show up randomly at the arena on time, ready to play. 
but all this travel comes into play, man. You get some weird weather, you get some just craziness on, on the plane yeah. with technology or mechanics, whatever is involved and shit, we can't take life or anything for granted. So that's definitely scary. You know, you don't want to take that, that lightly. I mean, those guys that were on that plane, uh, I remember one time, you know, we, we were traveling and we were on a, a little propelled plane um, coming from Flagstaff and uh, it was during Christmas break. And man, we, we hit a drop and I swear there were only about 16 of us on the plane. It was a really small one. And eight of them were guys on the team going home for the break. And I swear you could have heard a pin drop. It was so freaking scary. Oh yeah. So I, I understand what some of these guys probably thought. Um, when you start to drop and you don't know what the hell's going on, panic starts to set in. So that's a very scary thing. Yeah, I was gonna say I I had we had a trip where we were it was a full flight, like a big old, you know, 747, whatever amount of people. And we had like it dropped, it dropped, dropped like a couple of hundred feet. And I remember like Kristen at the time was just sitting next to me and I was sweating balls, but I, one of us had to keep their cool. She was freaking out. Like my, I literally had like no blood flowing through my hands. She was squeezing so tight and like, no, everybody, you know, people are screaming, people are having different reactions, but I was like, if I say something, she's going to freak the fuck out. Yeah. I was, I, 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 I I'm not a religious person, but I was praying to anything and everybody. That yeah, shit is terrifying. It's, creepy, man. it's no joke. Uh, it's, it's crazy it's to think creepy. like we drive every day and we take that as just like nonchalant, but people, more people like, you know, die and get hurt from those accidents and planes. But yeah, everybody travel in general, people take for granted. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, you yeah. get from point A to point B. Yeah. So, um, yeah, with that, we're still going to take Utah. Um, that's a Friday night game. So we, you know, if they play back to back, we know which game we're talking about. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then the next one is New York Knicks at Detroit. Detroit. Basketball. <laughs> Did they, you see who they just, they're actually playing well right now since they got rid of Blake and Drummond and Drummond. Well, yeah. you know, who just, who they just signed today. Uh, who'd they just have to be? Another center? They're, he's going to be a game changer. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even, I have no idea. They Wait, let me guess. signed J. Cole. <laughs> Stop it. They signed J. Cole. <laughs> oh, you got to be kidding me right now. They literally were like, hmm, there are six billion people in the world, some billion. Let's, let's make a splash and sign a rapper or hip hop artist, I guess. No. Jamal Crawford, isn't he like he's not even playing this year, isn't he? He's not in the league, no. Yeah, somebody hasn't signed him yet, but you're signing J. Cole. Don't like get they, me wrong. They're just trying to get a splash. They're wrong. just trying to get that. I mean, we're talking about it. Some of these videos, right? Hey, homeboy is shooting the rock. No, he ball. tried out for a couple of teams in the summer and didn't make it. I think he tried out for Charlotte or something like that. And hey, then he's got a nice shot. Don't get me wrong, but. Come on, Jamal Crawford not in the in the league, and you're gonna sign J. Cole. Get right. out of here. Like Get Demarcus Cousin isn't signed, and you're you're going to like J. Cole. Like you've dropped that low on the tier of players that you're not even going to G League. You're not going international. It's I mean, it's just for we'll, publicity. Obviously. We'll get into it later, but that is the epitome of tanking right there. That's the epitome of Detroit basketball in the last fifth, 10 years. What? 12 yeah. years basically you know that's awful so um, whoever I, whoever you just said playing against detroit i'm taking that <laughs> new york knicks new york knicks for 200 wow fergie 200 you know what i think jay gold's gonna do it 
Wow. Please bet everything you got. <laughs> I'm going to bet a hundred on J Cole <laughs> and the <laughs> Detroit basketball team. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> and the last one we got is Sunday. And I just kind of want to see this because it's point guard to point guard warriors at Atlanta. Oh, that's going to be a good game. Actually. That's going to be yeah. a high scoring game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of defense there. You know what I was talking about? The, the warriors really dropping down, um, you know, I, I think Atlanta's going to get them. As I had mentioned, I think the Warriors are just relying so much on Steph right now. And, um, you know, he had a bunch of points tonight, too, but they still couldn't pull it off. And uh, I think that'll happen again. So he's going to get his, but I'm going to pick Atlanta for 100. Atlanta for 100. Um, let me see. So Atlanta is the actually seventh seed. And the funny thing is Atlanta and Golden State have basically the same record. One is a seventh seed. One is a 10th seed. <laughs> That's the conference, man. We talk about uh, you know what? I'm going to go with Golden State because I think Steph is going to doesn't want the young buck to outshine him. So I'm going to take Warriors for 200. I can't fault you for that. Right. All right. From there, we're going to go go back to the tournament. Give me your thoughts. Give me your perspectives. Oh, man. How how impressive is UCLA been? Uh, I mean, that's yeah. Everybody's going to talk about how Gonzaga is just running through the tournament right now on a collision course, you know, with Baylor, as a lot of people do want to see, including myself. I would love to see that game. Uh, we kind of got robbed of it and could have been a little bit of foreshadowing that the uh, the first appear they were supposed to meet, you know, earlier in the year, and it got uh, called off due to COVID. But now they're going to actually play for it in the uh, championship game. So, um, you know, that that could be awesome to see, and that's who I who I want to see in the championship game. But you cannot over overshadow what UCLA has done. It is spectacular. They are playing tremendous defense. Um, you know, really smart with with the ball right now, and they got a lot of contributors playing. So. It's great to watch them have success. And USC, I mean, yes, they didn't win the last game, um, but for God's sakes, they went up against Gonzaga. So right, uh, right. UCLA, hats off to them. I'm really, uh, really impressed. And, you know, I, I don't want them to beat Gonzaga because I would love to see Mark Few and the Zags get over the hump and actually win a win a championship. They've they've definitely put in their time and, uh, and built a, a great program there. So, yeah, I, I was... Do you think it'd be one of the greatest upsets if uh, UCLA beat them in an 11 seed beating a one seed? Yeah. In the final four. Absolutely. That would Perfect be- record going in. Right. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're talking about, you know, it's, it's always a fun game when anybody goes undefeated and all that they say, Oh, is this one of the best teams ever? But people are, are throwing it out there. If right. they run the table and it, you know, go undefeated and win the whole thing that how can you dispute it? I mean, right. there's no way you'll ever, be able to to match another team against them so it's a great water cooler talk and um it would be one of the biggest upsets of all time i mean it's like a 14 point spread in the final four that's it's unheard of yeah yeah it was i i I, they were talking about the odds and it was something ridiculous where if you bet like a hundred dollars for ucla because they played in the play in turn game to get yeah. in, you know, like they, oh, yeah, and they, what I guess had lost four games in a row before even coming into the tournament. Like everything was against them. And they're one game away from being in the finals. Like if you'd bet any amount of money, you'd be <laughs> sitting very pretty right now with them. Yeah. You're uh, you know what, but that's the beauty of the tournament. And 
if anybody that doesn't see this way, I, I think you're crazy. This yeah. is the beauty of it. You can go on a special run in March and make it to the final four, win a championship. I mean, Butler years ago when Gordon Hayward, you know, missed the shot at half court to, to win it in the championship game Yeah. Um, to Loyola Chicago a few years ago to, I mean, other teams, you go on a nice run in March and it's a, it's a great story. We even go back to some of the conference tournaments when Syracuse won the Big East tournament or UConn. Like, there's some amazing things that go yeah. on when your team starts clicking on all cylinders uh, and you hit it at the right time. It's it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, especially well, I mean, especially for UCLA where they have potentially no NBA players. They don't have any seniors, so they put, and they lost their best player uh, to the what is it the G League's pro team or whatever it was before the season started so they were kind of under the radar going all the way through and fuck I mean, that's impressive i i don't know much about college basketball but all i know is that i'd like ucl if look if i'm gonna lose my money at least I take something with it so well, I'll you, take said, UCLA. You, said, you said something great you said hey they don't have any pro top pro picks right now but for anybody who is a, a true basketball fan though something you'd like to see that's a right. team go, a team exactly. going out and saying all five of us have to be on the same page dean up rebounding like right. getting good shots not caring who's scoring but like you feed the hot hand i mean the guy uh i forget his name off the top of my head but um i mean he was hot in the first half uh, the other night and they kept feeding him the rock and getting buckets getting buckets staying ahead of michigan and uh you know I'm, yeah i love watching him as a basketball fan uh what they're doing and playing on the defensive end. That's awesome to see. Yeah, and then, I mean, the other way, the other guy that made the two big shots, he was like 0 for 12 or something like that before those two and then made two huge shots for them yeah. to win. So it's just crazy. I, I, I'm going to look forward to watching Saturday's game. So Definitely. Um, from there, Roy Williams hangs his tie and coat. Yeah, sad day for for college basketball, but also, uh, you know, a happy day celebrating a great career. Uh, I mean, took two top teams. It's not like he, he was coaching some scrubs for a long time. I mean, right. Kansas and North Carolina and, uh, you know, two, yeah, what do you have three championships overall? I think he has, or yeah, I saw three. So he won, did he, he won two with Carolina. I, you know, one? I'm not sure. The, I'm not sure the breakdown on there, but I mean, he went, I believe went to final fours with both of them and, uh, fantastic story uh sad to see you know I, I didn't know that he was you know there wasn't out there in like the rumor mill that i heard that he was going to retire i guess you really don't do that because you don't want to ruin your recruits and stuff like that so i get it but um uh yeah tough to see him go especially on a uh on a really down year for them too yeah i think uh he he came out saying it's just past you know it's past his prime or or whatever like past his the game's past him basically, you know, like the, the, the players and all that stuff. He can't, I guess, I mean, he, he's what 70, he's gotta be 70 some years old. Like there's a point where you just can't relate to a 17, 18 year old anymore, you know? Yeah. And I think not relating, but also the game has, has definitely changed in the college game. And we've talked about this before where guys are the one and dones and the, the players that go to North Carolina, since they've done such a great job, have such a storied, you know, uh, program, guys that are going there now are are thinking one and done so the beauty and the passion of of coaching you know players and developing a, a bond and a relationship and watching them grow and develop over the four years I, I have to say that that some of the coaches 
you know, most fond memories is, is watching a player start from day one freshman year and then watching them graduate as a senior and how much they've grown in that four plus years uh, and grow into, into, you know, you see some of these guys that come out as a senior and they give these super huge hugs to their coaches and embrace for like 30, 45 seconds. Right. It's because they've been a father figure slash role model for four and a half years. How many times does he see that right now? Yeah. Where yeah. A guy is, is not just a kind of a scrub bench warmer for four years and they celebrate senior night, but a true like hey, give credit to those scrubs. I mean, give credit to those nobodies at the end of the bench. <laughs> no, no, no. All, all credit given. They everybody puts in their time and effort. But you know what I'm saying? Somebody yeah. who's been there a starter for three or four years gives their life to the program. You know, I could see where he says the game has changed. It's time for me to hang it up. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't have that passion he did in the past. So um want to celebrate a great career that he had and uh, uh hey, good luck to Carolina. They better bring in somebody good or else yeah, that ACC is no joke. They're gonna uh they 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 could definitely take a couple steps back quickly. So I'm looking at this. I don't know. Tell me if I'm wrong, but he didn't win win a championship in Kansas. Was it all three at North Carolina? All three: 2005, 2009, 2017. Wow. Okay. okay. I didn't even realize he was there that long. That's impressive. Yep. Wow. wow. Good for him. And he goes down as one of the top with the most wins. I think third all-time wins. That's that is impressive right there. Yeah, he's yeah third well, championship. What's team. what's gonna happen? Who do you think is gonna take on that uh, that spot? You think they'll bring a, a Carolina alum? You know, I don't know. I mean, who's who's out there that would want to coach Carolina? Michael Jordan. I mean, you, if you, if J. Cole can get a fucking into the NBA, Jordan can take the ceiling is the roof, isn't it? Is that I, I, mean, I mean, these guys that are that are all going back to their uh, their colleges. That's yeah, it, it's great to to watch some of these guys do that. So I don't know who would potentially come back and want to. You uh, think uh, um, you think an NBA coach would step into that role? Uh, you know what? Somebody was talking about uh that the other day that i was hearing they said if you go to the nba that none of these guys truly want to go back to college because it is just so much different uh the lifestyle of what you're dealing with uh having to recruit and do all that from the ground up whereas in the nba yeah you have to deal with some of the characters and do a lot of that stuff but um they're mentioned that if you do make it to the nba very very few say i want to go back to the college and do the grind uh, back in the college game. So I don't see that happening. And I think they would get a, an up and coming um, guy that's been at a, a, a major, but maybe a younger guy to try to step in there and do it. He could be a stopgap for a couple of years or, um, you know, we'll see if anybody, you know, a lot of people I'm sure are going to show interest. Such yeah. A I mean, you say that, but I mean, Mike Woodson has been in the NBA for a very long time and he just took over the Hoosiers job. You know what? Very true. Yeah. And that's why, you know what? It could happen. I just, I don't see it happening very often. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't, I, I, you know, obviously the NBA is the pinnacle of your success, but at some point, you know, if you're, you know, one of those coaches that has a reputation to be a good coach, but you just constantly become like the head assistant and you're yeah. not getting the head coach job. Hey, you go to a big time school like Carolina, Duke, Indiana, you, you know, like those elite Michigan state, whatever. Yeah. Eventually those coaches got to 
eventually step down. Like coach K has got like, he's what 70 at some point he's got to just like, yeah, but I think, yeah, but I think coach K, I mean, who knows, maybe, uh, maybe the Tar Heels, maybe they have that assistant already. Ready maybe, to yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's kind, of yeah. like, it's kind of like coach K. I feel like John Shire has done yeah. everything to where I think he's going to take over yeah. just pass the baton right off. I yep. mean, for God's sakes, he's been there. Oh, I want to say over 10 years now, head assistant. They're talking to him about as like one of the top recruiters, like in the game, he got Zion, he got RJ Barrett. Like, I mean, people are talking to him as he's got the, the golden ticket. So yeah. I think Shire will, will take over uh, very seamlessly at a, it will be very, very interesting to see who comes in um, from the college game. Let's move on to the pro game. Yes, sir. And there were a lot of trades. I'm not going to get into all of them because they're just all over the place. I'm just going to throw you a couple at you. You tell me good or bad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Vucevic to the Bulls. Um, good for the Bulls. Okay. Uh, you don't think I think Orlando got a pretty they got a couple of they got was a Porter Otto Porter and then they got Wendell Carter Jr. You know, I, I think I think uh, the Bulls definitely got the better of that. Yeah. I mean, do you see them? What, what where are they ranked right now? They are they are the 10th seed. Do you and they're two games be, four games behind the eighth seed? Do you think they can make a push? Um, no, no, I don't, I don't think they, they have enough yet, but I think he's a, a really good young, um, piece. And if they can keep him as a, as a core, keep marking in, you know, you got white point guard, you got Levine, if you can keep him, yeah, uh, you have solid, you know, yeah. I, I definitely like, uh, what the bulls did in that one. I think they won on that trade. All right. How about Gordon to Denver? Um, who did Denver have to give up again? I'm trying to remember. Basically nothing. Nothing, right? Nothing. Really. Uh, they gave up Harris. They gave up. Um, uh, you know a what, Harris, of... Gary Harris was a really he was a great defender, though. You know, yeah, I mean, a... he he was the reason they made it to uh, against through Utah when he came back for game five, six, seven. That's he yeah, was huge. That's what I'm saying. So he's definitely a, an underrated asset on that team. Uh, so I wouldn't say that they gave up nothing. I mean, he adds definitely some some defense uh, to that team. But I do think Denver needed to do something uh, when Jeremy Grant left uh, at that kind of power forward position right. uh, to add some depth also. So, you know, I like what they did. They're trying, Denver's trying to win now. So um, good for I mean, them. Basically they hard. just replaced um, Grant with uh, Gordon. It's yeah. just, they're relatively the same player, except Gord, uh, uh, Grant is balling out in Detroit because there's, he's got the ball in his hands all the time, but he is, but you, but you know what? A good for, good for Denver to realize, Hey, you know what? We screwed up a little bit. We need to put that piece back into play. That's what yeah. made it successful. So um, you go out and try to minimize what you're giving up and you're yeah. able to get Gordon in return. Uh, yeah. I think that was a good, uh, good yeah. value for them. Uh, how about Fournier? I mean, just basically the Orlando's starting lineup just is gone. So Fournier to Boston. Uh, you know what? <laughs> what is Boston I doing? I don't think that's what they needed. Again, as we had talked about Boston, they, they needed a, a five. They, they needed a big man. Uh, yeah. I mean, they did a trade with uh, with they got Mo Wagner from Washington in that trade. But he was on the Lakers. He's a good player. He, he, but he's not like. No, that's not what they needed. So I, I don't like that trade. Uh, Fournier is a good, good player. Don't get me wrong. He's gonna be a good. Just not on that team. It's not gonna do anything for that team. Be a nice player, but I don't think there's enough balls to go around, and 
he's going to fit in that system. So I could definitely see him on the move again. Uh, on, well, I think he's the free agent, so he's he'll probably go somewhere else. But yeah, he'll uh, sign, did yeah. you see his stat line for the first game? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a, like 0 for 13, 0. <laughs> 0 for 14. 0. Crazy. <laughs> and yeah, then did you, see his, did you see his tweet to Boston? He's like, hey, whatever you do, don't uh, Google my name because it's, I guess, some sort of disease or something. So, <laughs> so it was just funny. I was like, at least he made a, a good impression or he made an impression. Let's go that way with them. <laughs> Well, at least at least the Boston fans are uh, are, are pretty easy on their teams, right? So they yeah. won't give more time. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, what about uh, uh, Powell to uh, Portland? Love it for the Trailblazers. Do you? I, I yes, I do. Um, Powell is a three point assassin. If you're looking at his numbers over the year, and he had a he had a nice run with the yeah. Um, with Toronto to win the championship too. So yeah. he's got some good experience. Yeah. Uh, you add him with CJ, with Dame, whether he's a starting lineup guy, whether he's a second stringer that can can score some points, definitely like that for, for Portland. They add a nice piece uh, that can score and can shoot the ball. But they gave up Gary Trent Jr., who's a better defensive player, maybe not a better offensive player. And they basically are just like, look, fuck it. Defense does not exist in our – they're basically doing what Houston did a couple of years ago. Like, no defense. We're just going to try to outscore you at this point. Yeah, I but mean, also, that's what I, don't think, I don't think Powell – I mean, yes, he's um, – I don't think Powell is as good, but I don't think he's a serious liability right. on, on defense, whereas his three-point shooting can definitely uh, make an impact. So I like did that you, for the Trailblazers. Did you see the craziest – stat ever about gary trent jr yes where him and his his dad were traded the exact same game in their career both to the same the team that's insane like it was third year 41st game traded to toronto from, from portland i mean how many things have to perfectly line up for for that to happen I, like I, I, if I was him out of, I mean, he's already rich. I'd have gone bought every lotto ticket fucking imaginable. I'm like, if it's got to be on my side today, I mean, that's, that's nuts. Like, and, and also makes you think who's taking all these stats. This is right? <laughs> like who put in the time to like, say, Hey, I think his dad got traded way back when, like they've said 32 years ago. Everything. Yeah. That was, that was pretty yeah. funny. And then yeah. um, the, the other one was, all the Garys in the NBA got traded. <laughs> some really weird like, shit. How? Who the like? Uh, like you said, who? Like, okay, I can understand like looking up stats of like the best scores or like who scored 25, 10, and you know whatever. But like, who looks up all the Garys traded in one day and puts Bro, it all together? Had to have been somebody just sitting at home being like. Oh, that Gary got traded. Oh, what do you know? This is Gary. And then that, and then all of a sudden they're like, they're like, how many how Garys many are there Garys in the league? Yeah. There you go. That's where it started. And sure enough, here we are talking about yeah. it. <laughs> all right. Um, Ray Jean to the Clippers. Um, uh, who'd they give up again? They gave up Lou and I think a second round pick of like whatever year. You know, I don't dislike that for the Clippers. So they've been talking about they need a point guard, need a point guard, need a point guard. Um, Rondo has championship experience. He just did it again last year. And yeah. it wasn't like he sat the pine. I mean, he made a difference last yeah. year in their run. Um, obviously with the with the Celtics too. So um, yeah, lose I, I like lose game. I mean, I love watching him score and everything, but um, I mean, I don't know. I think Rondo might have more of an impact than than Lou did. 
So I don't dislike that at all. I think he can bring some toughness. He can bring a little bit of maybe what they lost when they lost uh, uh, Montrez, a little bit of that spice and fire. So I think um, he's just going to have a voice in the locker room. Like he's yeah. going to make people accountable. He's going to call out, you know, CP, uh, PG, um, or uh, did we just call him P now? Or do we call yeah, him just yeah, yeah, P? <laughs> yeah. So uh, no, he'll, he'll be okay to call out P in the locker room. Yeah. Right. Maybe call out Kawhi potentially because I mean, at this stage in his career, does he really give a shit? No, he's like, all. if, if you all don't like me, you're going to trade me next year anyways. Yeah. And I'll plan for another team. I mean, yeah. he doesn't care right now. He's I mean, just he did exactly here. what you, a veteran, that smart veteran does. He takes the money, goes to a shitty team. That shitty team middle of the first season is like, hey, it's extra package of weight. Let's just get rid of him. He goes to a contender and he's competing and he's getting money that a shitty team off gave him, you know, a contract. that hey, shit. Smart it's the smartest thing he could have done. Smart agent. They know yeah. that a crappy team is going to be in the cellar and they're going to trade and, and he'll probably be part of that package. So sure enough, yeah. why not? He's yeah, on a contender yeah. again, champ. And then, champ, you know, lemon, lemon pepper Lou goes back to ATL and you know, his strip clubs are right there. <laughs> hey, convenient. <laughs> you know, he, I guess he contemplated retirement and then they traded him to Atlanta. <laughs> He's like, ah, maybe I'm not. <laughs> Off nights. I can go to the club. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, and then, I think this is the most underrated signing, George Hill to Philly. George Hill is a professional basketball player. And I mean that not joking because, yes, he is in the NBA and he's a professional, but that dude is a legit player who I just want on my team. Yep. Um, he does so many little things. Yep. Um, on he's the, the player that the Clippers should have signed. Uh, yeah, if, right. if the Clippers wanted to win yeah. and do that, they would have signed him. But Philly, great signing for them. I mean, obviously, all their chips are in the middle of the table right now uh, with a chance to win and get to the Eastern, you know, the the finals and all that stuff. Yeah. So uh, great signing for them. thought that was really good. Um, and then uh, Oladipo to Heat, that was kind of expected. Actually, a trade that I think is for your benefit, JJ to Dallas. Yeah, <sighs> Yes. They basically uh, just for they botched the um uh, Steph or the Curry trade. They yeah. shouldn't have traded him. So they just basically got another shooter. Well, when I when I saw that, I was like, oh sweet, JJ Reddick. I mean, I love how great he shoots the ball and everything. Um he he's he's getting old, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean he's getting old. Um definitely a defensive liability right now. And you put him on the court with Luca, who love my guy Luca, but defensive liability yeah. as yeah. well and then you got kp porzingis who was a defensive like yeah. i mean at, yeah. at some point um you got to get some you got to get some guys who are yeah. gonna you're gonna lock it down a little bit if you ever want to make a run i love watching them get up and down um but yeah you know, we'll, we'll see it'll be it'll be fun for a little bit but i don't i don't think that's an answer for a long term and then obviously the big ones was aldridge and blake to the nets um they just i mean you got you got them trying to scoop up every asset possible. Yeah. Um, and I just don't know. I mean, they're going to score. They're just going to score. Their goal is going to be to outscore you. Who's, who's going to beat them? Huh? Who's going to beat them? Truthfully. I think Philly will give them a fight. Okay. I mean, I think Philly be, for sure. I if mean, they can get, you got a fighter's chance. I mean, Philly has a squad to, but I'm not even talking about on fire. If they're shooting decent, 
who's beating them for real? Yeah. Like, but here's also the thing. I, I just don't know. We also haven't seen the three big guy heads play together. Yeah. You know, like you don't, two of the three played together a couple of times, you know, handful, and now they play for a while. But like, how are they going to deal with, like, say they, one of them isn't shooting well and he keeps shooting. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, whereas are the other two going to like stop passing it to him? You know what I mean? Like, what's the dynamic going to be when those three come together and then Blake's on the court and Aldridge on, is on the court? Blake, I, I'm, you know what, as much as I've been talking about, I don't really like Blake's game right now. I think he's, he's past that. He'll, he'll understand. I'm here just to rebound, get a couple of maybe tip dunks. As you've yeah. seen, he has like five or six dunks since. Right. <laughs> Here's the other thing I didn't get. He dunked it against Detroit and starts talking shit to the bench. Motherfucker, yeah, they helped you out and bought you out so you can go to a good team. Otherwise, you'd be sitting on that fucking bench with them. Yeah, I, I have no idea. So there, for sure, there was some stuff going on in Detroit where it ran its course. Maybe didn't like the assistant coaches. Who knows? Who knows? Whatever it is. I, I've never liked Blake's. Like, I like Blake off the court. He seems like a good dude, cool dude, whatever. On the court, he's just a, like, that entire Clippers team was just shitty. Like, between yeah, DeAndre Jordan, Chris yeah, Paul, like CP2, and, yeah. all of them. They were just bad. And then yeah. Lakers get Drummond. Which uh, already hurt his toe. Is he? Yeah, uh, but it's only out for like a game or two. And it, honestly, none of these games really are going to – like we were expected to lose them anyway. So whether he's there or not, we were expecting to lose these games, right? Yes. So. But it is important for him to get some to run. The other players and get some yeah. run and all that stuff. Because, he looked good in the first quarter. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Before I mean, hey, they're on a collision course. The Lakers are, if they can get the other two back healthy again. Yeah. Uh, man, can, would that be fun? Nets, Lakers in the championship? Dude, there are like, what, potentially five Hall of Famers on that team, maybe six. Yeah. That, you know, that, that'd be incredible basketball to watch. I would love watching that. Uh, if that goes, that, that would probably get the highest ratings ever. Good. Yeah. You know, especially since it's, opposite coast too you know you're getting the two biggest markets basically you know yeah yeah so. well and by then who knows maybe fans will be allowed at the games that would be uh, pretty awesome yeah yeah and then the last one was in the ncaa tournament uh oklahoma was in there right yes they were their average age of that team oh i saw that 21.2 okc is 20.6 <laughs> a professional team who has <laughs> plenty of first round and second round draft picks for the next like seven years yeah has a younger roster than a college fucking team in the same state the college team was older that was funny when i saw that oh fucking crazy like they have to trade some of those picks for for like a great player they just they can't keep running drafting young players right you just can't well i mean until you draft a really really good one you know what i'm saying i mean yeah they, they have a couple of guys that they've drafted well, but until you draft another really, really good player, I mean, shit, they drafted Kevin Durant. And Harden. And, uh, you know, they got all three of those guys. So Right? So, I mean, yeah, it was a while ago, but they did draft some good guys. Yeah. Got to hold on to them. Yeah. You ready? Absolutely. What time is it? Game time. <laughs> You're, you want to go first or you want me to go first? So I got, I only got one for you today. Go for it. Go for it. Okay. So I want to see if you possibly, so we're talking about tanking, right? right. And what was the team that we we're talking about tanking? Uh, we were talking, well, there's a bunch, but there was a uh, few Orlando. Uh, so I got the Orlando magic and without looking right now, maybe you already did. 
I want you to try to tell me in last night's game, I think it was last night or tonight, they're starting five. If you can name who their starting five are, and if you can even get one of the starting five or where they went to college, I will be impressed. Okay. Uh, Otto Porter? Didn't start. Wendell? Didn't start. Ross? Didn't start. Who the fuck do they have? Who else did they trade that? So basically, all the players that they traded, they didn't play probably then. No, they, they played. They, they didn't start. Yeah, that, you wouldn't start. I have no idea. I honestly could. That's basically, I mean, the rest of those players, they're either injured or I can't. I, I have yeah, no, no idea. They, they played. So so you had Chason Randall. No idea what that is. Okay. Point guard from Stanford. You have Dwayne Bacon, <laughs> shooting guard from Florida State. You sound like you're just making these motherfucking names up, homie. You have James Ennis from Long Beach State. James Ennis. You have. He's starting. He's starting. Yeah. You have Chuma, Chuma Okeke from Auburn, and you have Kim Birch from UNLV. That was the starting five. For them last night. So when we talk about trying to tank, are you kidding me with your starting five that you're putting out? Can you be a little more obvious? They, babe, trying? homie, they beat the Clippers. <laughs> Worst part about that, they won that game against the Clippers. That was it's crazy. No, that was from was it tonight, sir? I thought it was the, they beat the. Uh, I I know they beat the Clippers uh, on Saturday was, night. They beat the Pelicans in overtime. With wow! So yeah. they're on a two-game winning streak. Yep. Wow. Yeah, pretty dirty. They put out that lineup and they're like, "Are you kidding me? We still can't lose with this lineup." <laughs> hey, they might try to trade for Jake Cole. Right. <laughs> That's fucking insane. So that was a, wow. so that was a, yeah, tonight. they're on a two game. Basically they're on a two game winning streak since the trade. Well, there you go. Got rid wow. of uh, some of the guys they didn't like. Wow. So mine is going to be a little tricky, but I'm going to make it easier for you. Okay. okay. So you know how on the court they show you like the three point line and then the free throw line and they show like each position where who has the highest percentage from each position, right? It's okay. so like the corners of left and right, the wing left and right, top of the key. Yeah. Let's just do the three-point arc. I won't do – and then I'll do the dunk around the rim, okay? So there's one, two, three, four, five, six positions, okay? Yeah. Around the rim, around the three-point line, the corner right, can you name – I'll give you – okay, I'll give you players. I'll give you three players. You tell me okay. which one is the corner right. You got it. Tucker, Curry. Norman Powell. Tucker, for sure. Nope. He's the left corner, then. It's got to be Norman Powell. Nope. Curry, what? No, Norman Powell is the corner. One yeah. corner. Okay. And then the other corner is Bujan Bogdanovich. Oh, okay. So we're talking current players? Yeah. Yeah, these are like right now. Right now. Okay. Um, the wings. Okay. okay. The two wings. Got it. Let's go with Lillard, Buddy, Curry, um and uh harris 
we're gonna go curry yes and the other one's from that same group yeah um we're gonna go the most of all time no no, no just this season oh this, this season this... oh we're going we're going uh buddy buckets dude i was so i i didn't realize his range had gone that he like he's a, he was a mid-range guy in my book like oh yeah no 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 he's oh for sure he's a three-point specialist and dame uh doesn't take so many wing ones he does most of his up near the top all right so top of the key curry lillard harden um in a normal houston rocket year i would say harden but i'm gonna say i'm gonna say dame this year yeah you are correct Yep. And last but not least, the most basically within three feet of the rim. So basically Giannis. dunks. Giannis. Huh? Giannis. Huh? Giannis. Nope. <laughs> who, who, are my, who are my choices? I'm not getting this is too easy. <laughs> uh, LeBron James. Nah, nah. He's, he's, fit, he's set up into that like mid-range fadeaway now, you know? Uh, you, gotta get, you gotta give me a couple points. Okay, um, let's go with... Uh, Embiid, okay. let's go with uh, Gobert, let's go with Zion. Zion, yeah, For it sure. was easy, like, <laughs> but Embiid, yeah, Embiid steps out a little bit and uh, does a little bit more uh, shimmy jump shot. Yeah. Uh, Gobert, not enough scoring, but yeah. Uh, yeah, Zion in the paint, that's it. That's Did you see do. Zion's stat of like he's the first person Shaq basically like he's averaging, he's shooting like 75% per game. Basically it's fucking insane. Crazy man. For all those, I mean, Hey, he, who knows he could still get injured and everything, but everybody he's, talking, talking he's crap averaging about 20, how he's going to get hurt. He's mm-hmm. averaging like 26 points a game. And like throughout the game, if you're watching, you're like, get him the fucking ball. He needs to, like, if he, like he scores so easily with, and without like any, like you don't notice him score, you know what I mean? Like there's players that like hold the ball for a long time, and so when they you score, you're like, oh, all right, whatever. He just eff- scores effortlessly so quickly and just easily. Yeah, yeah you got to give him a few more possessions, and it's not so much, hey, kick it to him on the wing and and ISO and spread the other court. There's movement that you can do to get a player flowing through the lane uh, to go under to where he will have a strong left hand and that side is open. You don't have to clear it out. I don't think that's yeah. exclusive to his game, but there definitely is ways where you can get guys moving underneath and, and over the top of, of the cut. So the help defense can't be there and he can go to a strong hand and then spin. And once he's got you from about five feet, that's my it. God, you're, that's you're done. It. Yeah. 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 So, all right. Well, thank you all for listening. Um, we will. Oh yeah. I guess the tournament will be done when we get back on. And um, Chris will probably have a bottle of champagne, and I will probably have a bottle, baby. I'll probably have a bottle of vodka just to drink my sorrows <laughs> away. So, um, thank you for it. thank you for listening, and we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace.